Conference Week in Reviews! Yes, 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 yes! <laughs> yeah, you know what that song means? You know what that song means? Season 3, baby! Season 3 is here! And Season 3 of the Southwest Conference Week in Review is back! We are back! We are bigger and better and better than ever! And it was so huge and so big this year, I couldn't do it alone. I went and got me a co-host. So everybody, welcome to the first ever Southwest Conference Week in Review co-host, Mike. Hey guys, what's happening out there? Hey, I know I speak for Steve and I when I say we appreciate so much your contributions to making the podcast even better this year than it's ever been before with the outstanding technical technical abilities we have now because of you. Don't you agree, Steve? Thanks, guys. Yeah, buddy. Absolutely. All right. So now that that's over, let's start talking about the season. Are you ready to talk about the season? I'm tired about talking about off season, but as we know that in this league, there is no off season. There is no off season. But I'm still tired of talking about non regular season time. So let's start talking about it. But before we can start talking about the upcoming season, let's have a quick look at how the previous season ended. The comebacks, uh, wait, no, they changed their name. The, the Southwest Conference champ, no, wait, they changed it again after that. The, uh, oh, yeah, the soaring, soaring swine, the hardest name to say in the entire world. The soaring, the soaring, the soaring, the soaring swine. What is up with all the name changes, by the way? Anyway, the current Soaring Swine beat the Puppets. <clears throat> I mean, <clears throat> yeah, good, good, good job. Uh, which, by the way, now the Puppets are the Mulberry Mafia because, you know, why not? Let's all change our name. That sounds like what we should do this year. Anyway, the Soaring Swine beat the Puppets. I'm sorry, the Mulberry Mafia, whatever, in the Super Bowl to become the 2021 Southwest Conference. Is it? Is it 2021? Would I'm confused on the year. I, how I don't know how we call it. Okay, so this kind of all goes back to you know the pandemic. I mean, I'm watching the Olympics right now, Steve, and I'm watching athletes competing, the world's greatest athletes, in July of 2021. But everything on every field and every banner at every stadium says 2020 Olympics, which confuses me. I mean, we essentially lost 2020. But then 2019 was a good year, and then 2021 is half good. And, and so 2020 Olympics are in 2021. I, let's just say this way. The soaring swine are 2022 champions, I think. I'm, I'm, it's confusing. Uh, congratulations to the 2022 champs. I, I, the most recent. Yeah, the most recent champs. Uh, by the way, they're leaving the puppets. Slash Mulberry Mafia as losers of the championship for the second year in a row. It's like the Buffalo Bills all over again. For the Soaring Swine, they become the first team in league history to win the Bieber Award, get the award given to the last place team. They won that award the previous season and then followed that up with a championship the next season. They're the first team ever to do that. And by the way, speaking of the Bieber Award, 
The Pork Chop Express took home the Bieber Award last season and then left the league in shame. <laughs> I mean, uh, oh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a shame. I hate to see him go. What is it? Uh, we actually had two teams leave the league last season. It's full tilt. <laughs> Woo! <clears throat> As a uh, full tilt and Pork Chop Express both left the league. It's a uh, moment of silence. Okay, so let's welcome our two expansion teams, the Cougars and Brady Gaga. Hate Tom Brady. I'm sorry, that, that's not part of their name. Their name is Brady Gaga. Comma, Steve says, I hate Tom Brady. That's separate from their name. Anyway, they took over the rosters of Full Tilt and Port Chop Express, respectively. And by the way, this uh, gave the league a chance to do some realignment. And now every single team in the Arkansas division is owned by someone who lives in Arkansas or is from Arkansas. And every single team that is in the Texas division is either owned by a Texas resident or someone who is from Texas. So finally this season, we'll have the first true battle of the States. Oh, and, uh, talking about, uh, battle of the States, um, Texas beat Arkansas again. And, uh, Play, play the fight song. And uh, with that season-long victory, um, Texas now leads the Battle of the States um, to, to nothing. And uh, with with that shitty performance by Arkansas, I'll say uh, congratulations, Texas. Uh, um, hold on. Uh, come <coughs> horns, go Texas. Congratulations. Okay, uh, that is your history lesson. Let's move on to uh, bigger, better news. Let's take a look at the upcoming season. Let's start in the triumphant <clears throat> Texas division. Let's start with the expansion Cougars. 
The Cougars look to take a Bieber award-winning roster from 2020 to the championship in 2021, 2022, 20, whatever this season is, like the Soaring Swine did last year. The Cougars come to bat with some big-name players like Dak Prescott and Travis Kelsey. Mike, what do you think of the Cougars' hopes to emulate what the Soaring Swine did last season? Well, it is extremely interesting to me that we do have a team that has at least shown it can be done. And for that, you receive the kudos. But in reality, I tell you, the owner of the Cougars has got quite the road to climb ahead of them. And I personally know the owner of the Cougars. Wonderful lady, uh, top-notch, ethics can't be beaten. She always does things right, never cheats on anything, so she has no chance whatsoever. (laughs) <laughs> well uh that's that i mean maybe nice guys finish nah never mind that doesn't happen all right so next up is the aptly named happy endings another name change from the previous season as this used to be uh the great one that's right the great one was the name of the team last year but this year they are the happy endings the happy endings were saddled with injuries last season and lost their star running back Christian McCaffrey to an injury and then traded him away in hopes of making a late season surge. The theory didn't pay off though, as they finished five and nine, but they do come into this season stacked. If some players live up to their potential and play the highlights of the roster include David Montgomery, Amari Cooper and Deshaun Watson. Mike, what do you think of happy endings? Perfect team name. Chance to see Deshaun Watson suit up this season in light of his legal issues. The whole thing will surround whether Deshaun Watson is able to get on the field. Well, I mean, Mike, you can't massage the facts on this, uh, on what happened. No need, Steve, for you to be a jerk about it. Well, I mean, what happened may have happened, but maybe these girls are money diggers or... Or maybe they're just looking to feel good at the end of the day. From a GM perspective, really, Steve, all you can possibly hope to do is that at the end of this mess that they're dealing with, everybody walks away with a satisfying release. Of Deshaun Watson from the roster, I guess, because anything else would be... So anyway, uh, you know, we have... Some precedent for this in the past when Andrew Luck retired. I believe he was on the uh, Raging Bulls 99 roster. And GM Roman Suarez uh, asked the league for some relief because there was no plan on this happening. And it wasn't at his his fault. And so we have the greatest GM. I mean, I've, I've asked around every team in the league. That's right. All of you said that you have the best uh, commissioner of the entire fantasy football world and 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 that great commissioner uh gave some cap relief to uh raging bulls 99 when that happened to them so i mean there is some precedent there that that maybe there could be some you know relief for the uh happy endings at the end of the day if you know if deshaun watson isn't able to play now uh from there we head to io rookie the io rookies have been up and down. They finished 2019 at 9 and 5 and made the playoffs. Following that, they had a 6 and 8 mark last year, missing the playoffs. 
They come into 2021 with highlights on their roster that include Nick Chubb and Michael Thomas. And quick highlight, uh, Michael Thomas elected to have surgery just a couple weeks ago, which surprised the entire fantasy football world because this was supposed to happen at the end of the regular season last year. For some reason, he waited. So there's probably something there on that. And he's looking to miss four to six weeks of game time due to that surgery. Steve, I uh, made a few phone calls. I have uh, some contacts with the management for uh, Michael Thomas. And what I've discovered is rather remarkable. So the reason he play- he decided to put the surgery off until right before the start of the season is really a simple one. It appears that uh, knee surgeons, leg surgeons, orthopedic surgeons in general, they have a, a peak time in which they're super busy and they have an off time where they can't hardly find a surgery anywhere. And apparently they were waiting for the surgery to go on sale. They got a heck of a deal. And so thus they waited a little longer than maybe they should. Oh, okay. Yeah. That makes total sense. That, that, uh, that actually, that adds up Uh great work, Mike, by the way, uh, all that time that I see you with your phone just pegged to your ear, calling GMs. He's got two or three phones. He looks like Adam Schefter half the time. Well, it pays off with uh, deep information like that. That's that's good information, Mike. Now, Mike, speaking of information that you have, what do you think we will see from Iowa Rookie this season? A return to the playoffs or an extended stay in mediocrity? Uh, I, yeah, yes. Oh, uh, Iowa Rookie. Oh, I hate that guy. Um, well, I think that either brown, uh, blue, pur- purple. It's it's a long story. Anyway, here's the deal. He's up, he's down. He's up, he's down. Sometimes he's up in the middle of a down. I don't know what the guy's doing. I don't know what he's trying to do as he tries to attempt to make these feeble trade offers. I don't know. I see him either Super Bowl or Bieber Award. You take your choice. Ooh, man. You know, this is what the podcast has been missing is in-depth, deep analysis like that. And the thing about Mike is he doesn't hold back. He will tell you exactly where a team's going to end at the end of the year. And you watch that the uh, Iowa rookie will be one of those or somewhere in the middle of that. That's every year, every year. That's some that's some great great information. Not now, nuts. now let's go to the training camp of the inaugural Southwest Conference champs. That's right. The Kamikaze Mustangs. The 2019 champion Mustangs who beat the puppet. The, the puppets. Uh, Mulberry Mafia now. <clears throat> Followed up that success with a 7-7 seven and seven record in 2020 and missed the playoffs. The Mustangs are led by a stellar GM and Sam Ayers and look to make signings in the upcoming auction to bolster a roster that already includes studs like Aaron Jones, Joe Burrow, and Heisman winner, Devontae Smith. Now, Mike, what do you think of the Mustangs' chances to return to dominance in 2021? I think one of the great things about the Kamikazes team when I take a look at it is the opportunity that they have made the most of, Steve, with building a core of athletes that you take from year to year due to the fact that we're playing in this amazing league where you can sign players to more than one year. So I see a strong finish for the Kamikazes, uh, Kamikaze Mustangs on the Texas side this year. I do uh, reluctantly admire their uh, general manager, kind of like watching the uh, Bill Belichick. You know, It makes you want to throw up in the back of your mouth, but yet you can't argue with the results. It's kind of where I see Kamikaze Mustangs. I would say they'd definitely be a, a, a huge challenge this year to the soaring swine. You said it. 
Now let's talk about the 20 and 20. Sorry, let's talk about the 2020 Texas Division champion Raging Bulls 99. The Bulls had an impressive 11 and 3 season, 11 and 3 in 2020, and look to take it all the way to the championship this season as they return a very lean roster of only three players. But, Mike, those three players are studs. I mean, you've got Dalvin Cook, A.J. Brown, and Odell Beckham. Plus, here's the scary part. They have the second most money to spend in free agency, and the first, the team with the most money is Jake Snakes, who hasn't showed up to an auction like, I don't know, ever. So, really, he's got the most money. But, anyway, I digress. The, the, the second most money to spend in free agency, and have proven that their GM, Roman Suarez, knows how to spend wisely. And he's not afraid to make deals. I know that. He will make a trade. So, Mike, what do you think of the Raging Bulls' 99 chances in the upcoming season? Raging Bulls like to make a deal. I got one out there for you. A lot of you guys don't know. I mean, it's not something I go around talking about all the time. But the reality is Raging Bulls is a huge Houston Texans fan. Never quite understood that, but it's a fact. Now, if you're not aware, my daughter Lauren has just been announced in her fifth year as a Houston Texans cheerleader. And for a certain player in a trade, I may be able to score you an autographed photo. Or guys, if you're a big Texans fan out there, literally I can get every Texans cheerleader's autograph on one single amazing photo, but you might have to trade me your entire team. So that is the message for the Bulls. You know, that sounds like something that the happy endings would be really interested in. I don't know. I'm just saying, maybe where you want to go with that. So that covers the Texas division. Now let's go to the Arkansas division. That's right, Arkansas. Speaking of awesome Arkansas, let's start with Jake's Snakes. Uh, Well, one thing you can depend on with Jake's Snakes is consistency, right? In 2019, they had issues at the auction and weren't able to, to stay in the auction room for the entire auction and totally missed the auction in 2020. They haven't been to a rookie draft yet. Um, in 2019, they finished 1-13. and And they had an amazing rebound in 2020, finishing 4-10. and They stocked up draft picks, however, and have some impressive rookies like Trevor Lawrence, Najee Harris, and Jamar Chase. They very well could be a team of the future. But don't count them out yet as they enter the auction with more cap room than any other team in the league. But the real question is, can they show up for the auction? I mean, Mike, what do you think of the chances Jake Snakes shows up to the auction this season? You know, guys, uh, while I am a commentator, I try to be fair in what I have to say. I'm also an owner uh, in the Arkansas division. And so I'm really hoping, in fact, I'm, I'm counting on Jake Snakes just keeping up his tradition of missing the draft. I think it could be the best move, particularly in view of the fact that he has so much cap room. I'm really asking him to do that. So please, miss the draft. Again, hard-hitting analysis. That's why he's the top co-host in the entire league, entire world. I, I, I was out there. I interviewed them all. This guy's the best. I think you all would agree now. Now, you know, 2021 will be a fight to the finish. And speaking of fighting, let's discuss the fighting Amish. The Amish finished 2019 at 7 and 7 and 2020 at 6 and 8. They look to jump out of their middle of the pack funk by returning Russell Wilson, CeeDee Lamb, 
and impressive rookie, Travis Etienne. They also have a large amount of money to spend at the auction as they come in with the fourth most money to spend in the entire league. So, Mike, what do you think, Mike? Can the Amish finally put it together this season? Finally? I mean, Steve, talk about uh, uh, the epitome. I'm the picture of dependability and stability. I mean, I'm within one game each year of where I've been, and I've done it with less talent and less money than any other team. So look out, guys. This is the year that you're going to get your behinds kicked by the Amish. You know, I appreciate you just coming right out there and saying that you have less talent as a GM than everybody else. That's impressive. Not many would admit that. So uh, kudos to you. Now let's talk about one of our expansion teams for 2021. The Brady Gagas took over a championship roster as they are now owners of the team that won the Arkansas division in 2020. And saying they're stacked is putting it mildly as they return Patrick Mahomes, Alvin Kamara, and Saquon Barkley. Give me a break. They don't even have much money to spend at the auction, but honestly, they don't need big pieces, just complimentary pieces. Mike, what do you think about their chances to repeat as division winners and maybe do more this season? What what, what were the three top players you mentioned? Uh, Patrick Mahomes, Alvin Kamara, and Saquon Barkley. And they're on the Texas side. Arkansas side. No comment. Whew. Again, the best that was available. Maybe I should say it that way. The, the best available. We got him. So, all right. Now let's talk about a team that knows how to get to the Super Bowl, but doesn't know how to finish the journey. The Mulberry Mafia have been in the Super Bowl every year that this league has existed, but they have an empty trophy case to show for it. Mafia fans think this is their year as they return Kyler Murray, Jonathan Taylor, and Tyreek Hill, but they literally have no money to spend at the auction as they only have a little over $5 million to fill the entirety of their roster. But as they've shown in the past, they know how to work with what they have. So, Mike, you think this will be the year that they finally compete their mission and become Super Bowl champs? First, as you're listening to this, I wonder how many of the fellow owners were uh, offered Tyreek Hill in a trade. I mean, it's obvious, fellas, that the owner and general manager of the mafia has got issues with managing his team. Can you imagine going into the draft with no dollars? So, man, all I could say is our prayers go out to you, and not necessarily are they prayers for success. And I apologize. I missed every second of that commentary because I was wearing my division champion muffs and Super Bowl uh, competitor shirt and shorts because you get an item of clothing each time you go. So I, I didn't hear. Uh, I assumed it was amazing commentary. So I'll just say great job, Mike, on that. And last but not least, let's take a look at our defending champions, the Swar- Swar- <laughs> the Soaring swine the lazy cow jumped over the moon the soaring swine the super bolts <laughs> the swine show no signs swine signs who wrote this the swine show no signs of slowing down as they're loaded at nearly every position it's really honestly almost unfair with names like josh allen Derek henry christian mccaffrey Chris Goblin, and I had to stop writing names because 
we don't have long enough in this podcast. It's ridiculous. Uh, Mike, they have to be a favorite to repeat as champs in 2021. What do you think? Can they run it back and go back to back? Yes, favorite. Hard-hitting commentary. Only here, folks. Only here. Now, I'll be quite honest. We have recorded this, I don't know, six times. So if you don't like it, tough! But if you do like it, great. But if you don't like it, that's all right. But the reason I bring that up is we've recorded so many times. I don't know if I've announced the draft date or not. I don't know if that was in this podcast or our previous recording. But the auction date will be Saturday, August 14th at 1 p.m., the reality web- website had some kind of glitch. They had us drafting on September 18th. That's after the season begins. Uh, I, I called them, and they said that Brian Parks was their uh, their technical guy, the guy that does the computer stuff. You're my boy, Brown. And, uh, yeah, so apparently he doesn't own a calendar. So, anyway, long story short, I got it straightened out. Our auction will be Saturday, August 14th at 1 o'clock. Jake Snakes, you don't need to grab a calendar because – who cares? But if you show up, yeah, baby. But, you know, whatever. Don't want to break tradition at this point. But anyway, the draft, Saturday, auction 14th. That's two weeks away, two weeks from today, two weeks, two weeks, two weeks, two weeks from today. Because in this league, there, there is, is no offseason. Off there is, there is no, no, no offseason. This has been a What the Heck Did I Just Listen To production. Brought to you by the Southern Conference Remember, it was the original.